Hello, and welcome to the Heaven Bound Podcast. My name is Jason Harden. I'm here with Roger Schaus, and we are opening the Bible in search of fuel for your spiritual journey. This is where we talk about life, the way it was meant to be, and what it means to be a disciple of Jesus in the 21st century. Wherever you are, thanks for joining us on the journey today. Roger, today is one of those milestone sort of days for the two of us. You and I sat down and recorded our first episode on January 3rd, 2020. How simple the world seemed at that point in in some ways, just a couple of months before everything shut down in March of 2020. But we have been going ever since then, have missed very few Mondays, Wednesdays, or Fridays, even when we had to be in our closets uh, <laughs> recording from uh, from a distance but today is episode number 500 500 that's unbelievable I, you know just to think of the volume of those things and first of all they're, they're all archived on our website which is great cuz you can go back and listen to them um There have been times when we have recorded multiple podcasts in one day because of our schedules. One of us was going to be gone the following week, and we didn't want to skip it, so we worked ahead and did that, and just just amazing. And you know, to me, how fitting because in two days is the Indianapolis 500. Wild, and so (laughs) here we are at number 500, and. We are we are more than anything else thankful, first of all, that we have a congregation that supports us, loves us doing these things, but we have an audience that's just out there and everywhere and across the ocean even, and we're just thankful that we can touch hearts. And that's, that's the main goal of all of this, just to try to help one person out there get to know the Lord a little bit better. And through all of this, if that has been accomplished, that's that's been the goal. We're very, very thankful and appreciative. If uh, you'd sat down and said, let's bang out 500 of these, <laughs> I probably would have walked out of the room. But, but here we are. Here we are. You know, my favorite part of doing this, I have loved these conversations with you. And um, uh, I always learn something. But my favorite part of this is just the random Hey, I was listening to the podcast and, and, you know, at times as you and I are sitting here in front of microphones talking into a computer, there have been times that I have wondered, is anybody actually listening to this? But we have weekly, if not more than weekly reminders from near and far in person and through social media or email, uh, just at the most random of times, someone that at least me personally, I never would have guessed was actually listening. They'll say, hey, I heard on the podcast the other day, and this really helped me. That is hands down my favorite part of this it whole is. thing. It is. It actually is. And, and I've enjoyed working with you. You know, my, my part is just talking in this microphone, which is pretty easy. You've got all the buttons and all the well. dials and all that <laughs> stuff, and I don't know how to do any of those things. But, but it's been an honor for me and a blessing, and I, I always – Go away learning some things myself, and that's that's just the value of growing and learning, and so been a blessing. So let's get this car on the track. Yeah. We've got uh, 500, and then we'll go onward from that. So on Fridays, we're doing a series 
And this wraps up this uh, series in the month of May. We've called it Slow Down, You Move Too Fast. And the idea came about from what happens in May. Uh, month of May begins in Louisville with a horse race, the Kentucky Derby. It ends, as we just mentioned, up in Indianapolis with a car race, the Indianapolis 500. And both of those are about speed. How fast can you go? And in our culture today, speed drives. That's it. Uh, you know, you don't want to wait in line at the airport. You don't want to wait in line at the checkouts. So we're always in a hurry. And so we've looked at this concept of just slowing down. We began this by talking about waiting on God. God's not on the same timetable we are. Then we talked about patience with one another. Then we've talked about the overcommitted lifestyle, just so busy. And so today, we're going to wrap this series up by talking about patience with ourselves. We, too, need to have some patience with ourselves and to learn some great things from that that will help us in this regard. Yeah, as I thought about patience with oneself, it was interesting. I I just looked up the word progress. And I saw two different times in the English Standard Version where it is used one time to talk to a young man and one time to talk to a congregation of God's people. First Timothy 4 is where the Apostle Paul is talking to young Timothy, and he talks about progress But before he talks about progress, he talks about being trained or training yourself. And so in 1 Timothy 4, verse 6, he he writes to Timothy, If you put these things before the brothers, you will be a good servant of Christ Jesus being trained in the words of the faith and of the good doctrine that you have followed. I need, you need, we all need to make progress in learning the words of the faith, but that's going to take time, right? In verse 7, he warns them about things to avoid irreverent, silly myths. Rather, train yourself for godliness. In verse 10, he talks about setting our hope on the living God. In verse 12, he encourages Timothy, don't let anyone despise you for your youth, but you, you set the believers an example in speech, conduct, love, faith, and purity. And If you will do this, Timothy, if in the language of verse 15, you will practice these things, if you will immerse yourself in them, all will see your progress. Roger, that tells me this is going to be a process and Timothy needed in some ways to be patient with himself. Yeah, you know, growth doesn't happen fast, and and especially spiritual growth, learning not only just what the Bible says, but learning the concepts and getting those plugged into my life, to getting the Bible, you know, getting the words off the Bible and getting them into my heart. It takes time. And, you know, I, I'm reminded of a, a story of a young man who met this Christian. He was probably in his 80s. And in Bible class, he would just quote passages and quote passages. And that young man went up to him and said, I would give anything to know the Bible like you do. And the man said, well, I've given 60 years of my life. <laughs> and, and, and that's just kind of tells us like it is. It, it, it takes time. And, and the second aspect of this is oftentimes we're the last one to see the progress. Yeah. You know, uh, New American Standard uses uh, verse 15 and says, make your progress evident to all. Other people are seeing it. 
And sometimes we're the last one to see it. Uh, it's like the little child that goes to grandma's house, and, and on the corner there, they mark how tall he is. And they get a little pencil out and a ruler, and they mark it. And then he comes back and marks it again. And sometimes he doesn't realize that he's growing. He just doesn't see it himself. And so we need patience with those things and, and to realize the, the goodness that comes from those things. So the Apostle Paul writes that to Timothy. He also says the same sort of thing to the church in Philippi. Philippians chapter 1 and verse 25, he says, even though I would rather depart and be with Christ, that's far better. I'm going to remain and continue with you all for your progress and joy in the faith. It's not even just individuals, it's it's congregations that make progress in the faith. We we need to be patient with each other. We talked about that in episode 2 of this series. Roger, there is a time obviously when we need to be patient with ourselves when it comes to, you know, I, I I ought to know more at this point. I ought to be more devoted. I, I ought to be more plugged in. What would you say to the person who stops you maybe this coming Sunday and they just feel like they ought to be further along the road of faith than they are currently sometimes sometimes we expect perfection of ourselves we, we 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 are generous with others but when it comes to our, ourselves we expect ourselves never to make a mistake and, and we're going to make mistakes the bible says that and and i think the other reason where that comes from is we're comparing ourselves to someone else we see someone else and we don't have the same background we, we don't have the same uh experiences and and things that we've gone through as other people have. So I may look at somebody else and maybe they're the same age I am, but they know the Bible so much better than I do. And we may feel like, well, I should be at the level he's at. Well, not necessarily. Maybe maybe he started before. Maybe his background was different than yours. And and so it, it's easy to kind of beat ourselves up. And, and when we do that, we just think, well, you know, I'm, I'm failing the Lord. I'm not doing what God wants me to do. I should be up to this level and I'm not at this level. Now, sometimes there's some truth to that. And sometimes we need to look at and say, well, what am I doing? You know, the the book of Hebrews chapter five talks about the people there. By this time, you ought to be teachers, but you're not. And so they had not been using their time wisely. And so there could be some truth in that, but we need to do some self-evaluation and not look at other people, not look, compare ourselves to this person or that person, but just to look within ourselves and say, am I making progress? And so let's let's begin by going down that road, Jason. Yeah. What would be some measuring steps? How do I know if I'm even progressing? Yeah, well, I, I was going to throw out, and I think this is a, a, a great place to do it. Uh, you know, in the age of social media especially, it is so easy to compare ourselves maybe to artificial representations. A lot of us on social media, it's kind of like a highlight reel. And I'm seeing other people's highlight reels. I'm not seeing them slog through difficult readings. I'm I'm not seeing them, uh, you know, just trying to fit in the most basic disciplines. It's really easy if I'm not careful to look at 
artificial representations of maturity or discipline. Anybody can slap an Instagram filter on an artificial picture of what it looks like, just the perfect devotional life or the, the perfect disciplined life. What we're seeing on social media is not always reality. And so we need to recognize, okay, I am living real life, and real life comes with seasons. It is easier to devote longer periods of undistracted readings when my children are out of the house versus I've got three children under the age of five. That's going to come with unique responsibilities and challenges, right? And so appreciating not everything I see on social media is entirely accurate and appreciating number two, there are seasons to life. Roger, in a recent episode, you reminded us Ecclesiastes 3, there is a time and a season for everything. God has made beautiful all of those things in their times. What would you add to that? Well, you know, when, when we referred to Hebrews 5 and verse 12, by this time you ought to be teachers, but you have someone, again, that needs to teach you the elementary principles. Chapter 6 begins by listing some of those elementary yeah. principles. He says, leaving the elementary teaching about the Christ, let's press on to maturity, not laying again a foundation of repentance from dead works, of faith towards God, instructions about washings, laying on of hands, of the resurrection of the dead, eternal judgment. Well, there's a little list. And when I read that, I say, I have no idea what it's talking about. Mm. Well, then I need to go back and start working on those things. I look at those things and I said, yeah, multiple verses come to my mind when I read those, when I hear those words. And I, I can think about this concept and that concept and that concept. And, and, and so I'm progressing. That, that's a measurement right there. Am I beyond 101, we could say? Uh, you know, in, in schools, we have a, a series of tests before you can do that. Before a person can drive, there's a series of tests. Can you, do you understand these things? And so just a self-help test, I need to look at some of those things. Uh, I, I would say just simple things like, do you know the books of the Bible? Yeah. In order. You know, if, if somebody says Hebrews, Okay, what I let's see Hebrews. What's before that? What do, do, would I even have a foggiest idea where to begin? And but but then once you get the books of the Bible down, it start getting where these concepts from. I want to talk, I want to I want to study about the Lord's Supper. Well, am I going to be over here in Ezekiel? Am I going to be in Revelation, or I'm going to go to the Gospels? That's who that's who Jesus introduced it in the Gospels. I'm going to go over here in Corinthians because that's where Paul addresses several things. So you get you're getting to understand where these places are, and and you're getting these concepts down. If I want to talk about resurrection. What's the best resurrection chapter in the Bible? What's well, First Corinthians fifteen, and I, and I'm going to go there, and so so that that's going to again help me as I start thinking about these things. So a friend asked me about something about baptism. Well, where would I turn my Bible? Where, where? so so th- those are some simple little measurements that let me know about my knowledge. But it's not just knowledge; it's character, right? And it's service. And it's thinking less of myself and more of others. It's worshiping God. It's more than sitting in a church building, you know, singing some words and throwing a cracker in my mouth and then going home and th- couldn't remember really anything I did. It's, it's really pouring my heart out to God. Those are little stepping stones. And am I 
progressing. Great statement there in Timothy about that. Yeah, I, you and I both have had people over the years that uh, they become fascinated by something in the middle of revelation, or they want to know more about what in the world is going on in that book of Ezekiel or Zechariah. And there's a time for that. It's not that, well, uh, you, you know, we're not even going to talk about that right now, but recognizing and and trusting the input of someone who has been down the road of discipleship a little longer. Well, we'll talk about that just briefly, but why don't, especially if you're a new Christian, why don't we spend some time in the Gospel of Luke? Let, let's read the story of Jesus and make sure we understand who Jesus is. And then let's go to the sequel to the Gospel of Luke. Let's read the book of Acts and read what that early church did. And we're going to get introduced to things like the Lord's Supper and the teaching of the importance of the resurrection from the dead, right? I would encourage someone who is new in the faith, if you have trouble reading the book of Revelation, don't get discouraged. This is this has a Bible's worth of context to it. And we'll get there, right? But don't be afraid to build small. Now, consistently build, right? Be dedicated to building. Build each and every day a little more, a little more. Don't be ashamed or afraid to honestly evaluate, well, where am I compared to late March of 2022? Do I learn? Have I learned more? Do I know more? Am I more plugged in? Am I more active? And ultimately, am I able to help someone else just as I have been helped? That really, I think, Roger, is the point there in Hebrews chapter five. Someone has helped you Are you helping someone else? Because we both know plenty of people who have sat through decades of adult Bible classes, but you ask them, could could you explain to someone why baptism matters? And you're going to get a deer in the headlights sort of look. Absolutely. I I think another aspect, because you've been talking about the new Christian, the young Christian, I think there's another side of this that we also need to address, and that's the older Christian. Yeah. I think, I think there, there's a certain level we get to and our progress drops off because, okay, I've, I've been through Bible classes. I've been through sermons and I, I, you know, I can tell you the books of the Bible and I know this and I know that. And so, so it just kind of fades off because we've kind of, kind of got it down, we, we believe. And that's the time just to, just to, Drop the bucket deeper in the well of faith mm-hmm. and go back through those gospels again. Yeah, I've read them a thousand times. This time you're going to look at them with some different eyes. You're going to look at how Jesus dealt with Gentiles in the book of Luke. You're going to notice how many times the word rich is used in the book of Luke. You're going to notice questions that people ask Jesus. How did he answer them? You're going to focus on questions that Jesus asked people. Why did he ask them? And, and what you're going to do is you're, you're more than just reading these words for a hundredth time. You're looking at them in a different way and deeper and deeper and deeper. Your progress is, is going. And so that, that is a concern for us because we see the need when someone's young and they, and they know so little. But sometimes when we've known a lot, we think, well, that's it. I, I can just kind of just drift on because I know it all. I've heard sermons on baptism. I've heard sermons on resurrections. 
Well, let's just talk about that a little bit more, and yeah. then let's get that depth, and that will help us. You know, as you said, you know, about sitting in Bible classes and sitting in worship, you know, 15 years of all that information is equivalent of having more than one Ph.D., but how many of us would say, I've got a Ph.D. in biblical studies? And a lot of us say, well, no, I, I'm not there. Well, we've had the time. We've, we should be growing. And that's that's that progress that we need to make. Yeah, it is always encouraging when a 25-year-old says, I would like to teach an adult Bible class. Roger, you and I get excited by that. We're ready to help them. We're ready to to build them up, talk them through that. But I am also maybe even more excited, more encouraged when a 65-year-old says, you know what, I just retired, I've got a little bit more time, I've never taught an adult Bible class before, could you help me, I'd like to give it a try. That is awesome. It is, and that's showing progress, yeah. and that's what we're talking about here. And so be patient with yourself. Um you know, we, you, you, you need to realize we're not on a speed track. Everyone grows. Everyone learns at different levels. A lot of it is just what you're putting into it from day to day. But making sure that you're making advancements, that's the key. And sometimes it may help just to sit down and talk to somebody and just say, do you see me developing and growing as a Christian? Am I getting more and more like Jesus? Am I getting better through the years? It's one thing to get older but we need to be getting better. And that comes about as we grow and progress in Jesus Christ. Slow down, you move too fast. This has been a good series for me. Episode one, waiting on the Lord. Episode two, waiting on others. Episode three, the overcommitted family. And today, being patient with ourselves. Roger, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for joining me for the last 500 episodes. And thanks to all of you for listening to the Heaven Bound Podcast. We hope it's helped you set your mind on things above and given you a little more fuel for the journey. Always remember, when you're walking with Jesus, you're heaven bound and the best is yet to come.